Hello, everyone, and welcome to Laser Focus, presented by Guy Boston Sports. I'm your host, Justin Wolpert. Now, let me welcome in my wonderful co-host, Faith. Hello. Faith, tough loss, 10-3. and three. This seems to be the most miserable 10-3 and three team, fan base, and quarterback I've ever seen in my life. I can completely agree. 10-3, and three, though, not a bad record. Not a bad record. The team does prefer... not... Was not playing like it was ten and three though. So yeah, but before we talk about the game, uh, I do want to talk about the Chiefs' equipment debacle. Um, and for those of you who don't know, two hours before the game, the Chief, or the morning of the game, the Chiefs' equipment was in Newark, Newark, New Jersey. Uh, the Chiefs chartered a private plane or private airliner or whatever you want to call it. Um, and apparently, when you do this, it is that organization's job. Uh, or responsibility to unload the cargo. Typically, the equipment manager does that, no problem. The chief's equipment manager did not make sure all of the cargo got off the plane and left 35 players' helmets, jerseys, and pads. That's 35 out of... 35 out of... At least 50. Yeah, probably... Yeah, well, there's 53 men. They might be traveling with some others. 35 out of... At most, 60, probably 52, 53. Um, but just just a clear, incompetent mess. I mean, it, people people say that they would have had to do, they would have uh, had to forfeit the game. I don't happen to believe CBS would have liked that very much. I don't really think the NFL would have canceled the game. I agree. Anyway, let's get to the game. But this is just complete and other incompetence by the Chiefs. How do you let this happen? And this is not some stupid intern. This is someone making six figures a year that deserves to be fired because of this. And the videos of that Mike Reese posted on Twitter of the Chiefs rushing in with the bags look like the Three Stooges trying to do it. it, it they, are, they are priceless. It's something the Browns would do. But anyway, let's get into the game. Uh, 16, or 23-16 loss at home. First mm-hmm. time the Patriots have lost at home. Since October of 2017, that, of uh, course, is when the Carolina Panthers came in and did that. Yeah, I didn't go into this game feeling that good anyway because um, the team that we lost to last week, the Texans, was getting blown out by the Broncos. We'll so get to that I, later. I just, I just knew that we were not at our best right now. Yeah, they're not at their best, and it, it really starts and ends on offense. So let's can we go through the offensive game plan? Because mm-hmm. it, it seemed to be pretty non-existent. Uh, if you look at the next-gen stats, they have no idea where they're running. They have no place to run the ball. Apparently, Isaiah Wynn's not blocking properly. The whole right side, uh, Marcus Cannon and Shaq Mason aren't doing anything to help. Yeah, but... and so I just want to bring up this one. Um, I don't know exactly which one it was. It was near the end zone. Not in the red zone, but close. Sony Michelle, one of his runs... I mean, there is a free blocker just going straight at Tom, and Isaiah Wynn is just on the other side of the field, just standing there with no one to block. Like, have some awareness, please. Yeah. Um, you mentioned Sony Michelle, though. He sucked. No, yeah, he not sucked. Good. As soon as he gets in the ball, as soon as he gets the ball in his hands, no acceleration. He just five. Uh... Five carries for eight yards? Are you kidding me? 
that's not good at all. That, that's 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 awful. That's unacceptable. You 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 don't do that anywhere. You do that in the Canadian Football League. You're not a first round pick doing that. Um, but nevertheless, the Patriots did score a touchdown on the first drive, which made it seven nothing. Um, later in the game, the receivers dropped passes. Jacoby Myers had two or three really horrible drops. I believe he had a touchdown uh, touchdown pass drop, and then a third, a big third down drop. He was awful. And the Patriots were booed off the field at halftime after yeah. being just excruciating on they were multiple awful. They were awful, but... offensive drives in a row. Just nothing. Yeah, I mean, there were there were two real issues uh, in the first half for me. Uh, the first one was when they had to go when they decided to go for it on fourth and seven instead of kicking a forty-five yard field goal. In my in my view, you have to kick that with Nick Folk. You have to kick that. It's it's the NFL. You have to kick a 45-yard field goal. Um, and then when they had a minute left and they didn't do anything with the ball, and the, when they had a minute left in the second quarter before halftime, they didn't do anything with yeah, that with that opportunity. Doing. That's why they could boot off. And then the other thing we should probably mention is that Tom Brady had a horrible interception, one of the worst of his career in my view. Yeah, I don't know what yeah, he awful. was doing I think there. he's just getting frustrated that uh, he has no time in the pocket and his receivers can't get open. I really do, because why do you throw that ball? Well, too bad for him that the receivers don't have time to get open, which is also not his fault. Yeah, but... it's not his fault, but boy, it's a mess on offense. But I will say this. Jacoby Myers has bricks for hands also, may I just add that? I'm encouraged in? by what I've seen with Nikhil Harry. I am hoping... Off of two snaps. That that's a problem, but I'm encouraged by seeing him break a tackle Gronk-like-esque. Um, but I do feel like the offense, it's still a tractor pull. It's still not where you want it to be, but I feel like it's slowly starting to improve. I'm seeing signs that it's improving or has the ability to be better. I may be the only Mm -hmm. one that says that or thinks that or sees that, but I'm starting to see that they have an opportunity to be better. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the defense I think this is really a, a subpar game for the defense. I mean, you got the linebackers in coverage not knowing what to do. Yeah, the linebackers suck in coverage. And the run stop was still good, but it wasn't like locked down brick wall like it has mm-hmm. been. It wasn't bad, but it was just kind of mediocre this whole game. But I guess that's what you would expect against like a Patrick Mahomes and a Kansas City offense. So. Yeah, and uh, Jonathan Jones, bad day for Jonathan Jones. Yeah, the 48-yard touchdown to Nicole Hardman on a second and 25. Uh, That's inexcusable. That blown tackle is inexcusable. But special teams had an even worse day. Uh, They allowed a blocked field goal, and wouldn't you know, Marshall Newhouse was part of the gap that broke. I'm Marshall not. Newhouse and Marcus Cannon can't block for a field goal. I don't know what happened to Marcus Cannon and Shaq Mason because they were both so good last year. It's Marshall Newhouse and, and they Marcus are just, Cannon that blew I'm, coverage. I know. I'm just saying though because they're both. We're talking about linemen right here. So. But uh, on the upside, we had a blocked punt. Yeah, whoop de doo. I don't know that it resulted in any point. Actually, it did. I think it resulted in a touchdown from Brandon Bolden. 
Mm-hmm. Who um, I will say is just making major contributions to this team, and he really has no business doing it. Well, there you go. There you just took away my one key player that I had. Well, you didn't have to tell the audience what your one key player was this early. I didn't ask you to do that, to hit Faith, did I? Well, you just took my point. So, anyways. Well, I didn't take your point. And once again, for the second week in a row, we just had no returner in the backfield um, for a punt. Which wait, is wait, his... wait, wait. It only happened one time, though. But they did lose 20 yards, so what are you doing? Stupidity. I don't understand it at all. Yeah. And finally, we don't usually talk about this, but the officiating was so abysmal. And Flag, uh, flag, flag. Picking up, picking up flag, flags. Flag, flag, flag this. What picking up flags. That? Picking up flags. Seeing people step out of bounds. Okay, so the officiating. Jerome Bogar and his crew. Jerome Bogar is the um, head referee or whatever. Um, we really shouldn't be talking about... It was about, his crew. It was his crew. It was his crew. We really shouldn't be talking about the referee or the officiating in this or really any sport. We shouldn't know their names. Uh, they should just be useless uh, independent figures on the sides. But this game was awful. And and I don't want to say that the Patriots lost because of the officiating. They may have, but they still could have lost the game. I, I, I think, think it cost them a chance. They still but they they they, they gave themselves. up a chance themselves with those two field goals, and then mm-hmm. oh, we didn't even mention they went for it, uh, but they went for two and didn't get it. That's seven points right there. That's mm-hmm. all you need to tie it. So, mm-hmm. and then at the end they're in field goal range to win the game. So they they shot themselves in the foot, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. But still, the Gilmore fumble, the Gilmore fumble recovery that was blown dead. I'm not that bitter about it. Um, it's happened to the Saints multiple times. It happened times to the Saints, and it also happened to the Jaguars with Miles Jack in the AFC Championship two years ago. So and I the can't be that greatly upset, benefited. But it was just not not good timing and disappointing when you can clearly see it's a fumble. So I didn't think it was a fumble at first, but again, the the NFL has told all of these guys, don't blow the whistle. We'll review it after. Don't blow the whistle. And they did it again. Yep. But the more egregious thing was the Nikhil Harry touchdown where he where the official thought that he stepped out of bounds and he didn't. Uh and Bill Unbelich- Unbelievable. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. The 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 NFL has to be able to review that. They have to. Uh, and they never reviewed it. It's clearly a touchdown. And Nikhil Harry didn't get credit for the touchdown. And Bill Belichick didn't have any challenges. Faith, why did Bill Belichick have no challenges? Well, we had already used our previous two challenges. One challenging a PI, which I can't speak on because, uh, questionable. Don't really think Bill should have done the challenge. PI, that. PI on Dorset and uh, placement of the ball. That was the same challenge, correct? Uh no, he was no, he was actually challenging a different PI earlier in the game, much earlier. But um, no, he wasn't. He did not challenge the Dorset PI that I that I. Oh, uh, oh, okay, okay. Spoke on anyway. Um. He yeah, challenged he challenged the placement of a first down that was clearly not a first down, and we lost the challenge, which we should have won, which would have allowed us to have another challenge where we could have challenged this play. So that's also infuriating. I I think that's very. I think that that the first there down is thing picture was... evidence of none of George Kittle. Uh, oh my God, of none of Travis Kelsey's body over the line at all. 
okay, that's fun. great. That's great. Still in a game setting, are you really gonna you really gonna blow a challenge on trying to challenge that instead of having a Nikhil Harry thing? Okay, Honestly, but I think we did. I we think that one could have. I think that one could have gone either way. The um, the first down placement of the ball thing. I I really can't believe they they thought they could win that. So moving on to final thoughts. Any final thoughts on the game? Um, we completely underperformed. Uh, if the offense doesn't figure it out, I don't know what we're going to do because we cannot, we clearly cannot win games with this defense against real teams. So you need some offense. To keep well, yeah, you need some best. offense, but the fact and, that you... And, and the... I know that we're 10-3 and three and last year we were 11-5, and five, but, and you know, we thought the world was ending and the team was so bad last year, but last year you were able, even though you weren't winning every game, you could compete with the best. We could beat KC. What did we do this year? We lost to the Ravens. We can't compete with the best, and that's scary to me. We lost to all three uh, division front runners. We lost to the Ravens, Houston, uh, the Texans, and Kansas City, which yeah. is a problem. But I will say, I'm seeing this team start to improve on offense. Faith, I don't, I don't think much less of the defense i mean this is a real team in kansas city and the fact he only gave up 23 points is pretty good oh i agree i just think that uh that that like fantasy that oh they're gonna only allow nothing allow more than 14 points to any team and i mean nobody expected them to hold kansas city to 14 points i'm not saying that but people thinking that we were gonna be able to win games with just the defense, is unrealistic. No, the offense has to put up points. That's the way football works. Okay. Well, so, they're putting up points, just not enough. But Yeah, exactly. I mean, 23 points. 20, keeping Kansas City under 23 points should should do it. And it would have if they made their correct coaching decisions and kicked field goals. Moving on to our three key players of the game now, Faith. This was super difficult, but give us your three. I only have one. And it is Brandon Bolden. Justin had already had his three written. Brandon Bolden was literally the only name that I could think of for this list. Um, I think any time that he's had the ball the past few weeks, he makes an impact positively. He had a great touchdown. I think he's a solid runner. And I'd like to see him used more because Rex Burkhead and Sony Michelle and their ineffectiveness is really getting to me at this point. So if you can put somebody else out there on the field that can actually do something, I'd love to see it. Okay. Well, again, as I said, I had my three, but they were very difficult. And honestly, I didn't. I didn't see any special defensive performances. I, I I really liked the McCordy punching the ball out of Travis Kelsey and the fumble recovery by Gilmore. I'm not going to put Gilmore on here because of a fumble recovery, and I'm not going to put McCordy on here because I really don't think he did all that great of a job in coverage. Um. So my three are Julian Edelman, James White, and Matt Lacoste. And you can see how low the threshold is because Matt Lacoste was two for four. Um, But a tight end caught a pass in New England this year, and that's a big deal. 
So I, I really, I have nothing more to say on the matter. We know Julian Edelman and James White. So why don't we rate Andy Reid? And for those people who don't know, our coaching scale is on a scale from zero to 10. Zero is Freddie Kitchens and a 10 is uh, Bill Belichick in his prime. Faith, what's your score for Andy Reid? I gave him an eight because he uh, knew how to stop our offense, which isn't hard. But um, he could find the weakness in our defense, which I think is really all he needed to do, and he did it well. So that's why I gave him an eight. Yeah, I I also gave him an eight. Um, I think that they were able to fool Tom Brady on defense. Obviously, that's not Andy Reid. Andy Reid has no idea how to coach a defense. Um, But he has the right guys on his staff, and they were able to fool Tom Brady on an interception. they they scored enough points to win, and you know Andy Reid. As much as I hate to say it, didn't screw anything up today. So I'm going to give him an eight. Yep, that's a painful eight to give out, though. Ugh. <laughs> the walrus gets an eight. Okay, moving on to around, moving on around the league. Thursday night football: Cowboys at Bears. Bears win that 31-24. The NFC East, and we're going to talk about the playoff picture later, but the NFC East has got to be one of the worst divisions in NFL history this year. The Cowboys are currently 6-7 and in leading that division. I feel like they're trying to lose the division to Philadelphia. Uh, Then we have Panthers at Falcons. Falcons win that 40-20. to Yep, Panthers on no coach, so. Both teams are out of the playoffs. I don't have much to say on the matter. Uh, one of the marquee games, Ravens at Bills. Ravens hold on to win that 24-17, but the Bills we had, had a chance. Um, we had a bit of a controversy on who to root for. No, we didn't. We wanted the Bills to win. Well, um, it's a sticky situation because the Bills had won, then you, then you have a game for the division, possibly. Wouldn't you rather host Buffalo for the division than than have to go to Baltimore for an AFC Championship? I don't know. I'm just okay. I would. It's not even. It's not even a question for me. Anyway, the Bills had a chance to tie it late in the fourth quarter. Josh Allen's incompetence really showed as a game manager. He took. He almost took. He took a horrible sack. Had some horrible throws. Made some really bad decisions. Um, well, a couple good ones. Yeah, I thought he sucked at the end of the game. Awful. There, there are several quarterbacks that are better than him at the end of the game. Horrible decision-making. Um, but this is the second week in a row that the Ravens were in a close game. I think it's it's definitely the second week in a row that they have um, been held to under 30 points. Uh, last week against the 49ers, albeit was in the rain, and this week was at the Bills. But I do feel like people are starting to figure the Ravens out. They're still a legitimate team. They're still able, still able to win games against hard, uh, hard, medium, and easy opponents. But I feel There's like the Ravens are starting starting to show some cracks. There's just some more film on them. Yeah, there's there's something. Speaking of film, uh, Bengals at Browns. <laughs> Browns win that 27-19, and this is a completely meaningless game, and we're not even going to talk about it if it weren't for the fact that there were a there was a, there's a bit of a controversy out of that game from the Patriots scouting staff. Yeah, so if anyone's ever seen the Do Your Job specials, they're little uh, 
10 to 15 minute YouTube clips. Sometimes they have them on Patriots All Access. They did one in the film department. Uh, they did one on the, the Patriots catering crew or whatever they're called. Uh, and they were filming one for the Patriots scouting staff. And they needed um, they needed some shots of the Bengals sideline or the field or whatever to complete their, their thing. And uh, it was supposed to be an over-the-shoulder shot. Uh, for some B-roll, and if you don't know what B-roll is, look it up. It's like a, it's like soundless footage. It's just like a, a quick little like, for instance, when in the Do Your Job specials, when the sun's rising on Foxborough, or when they show like one Patriot place, that's B-roll. It was supposed to be B-roll, and um, the Bengals didn't know because this was obviously in Cleveland, so yeah, the Patriots had approved by the it was Browns. Reported today that the NFL was considering fining the Patriots because we didn't alert our film. Yeah, well, I mean, so. they should, and the NFL wasn't alerted either. Anyway, the real issue with this is that reportedly the Patriots uh, had eight minute filmed for eight minutes the Bengals' sideline. Uh, in the so they they recorded the coaching staff for eight minutes until the until uh, the video was confiscated by the NFL. So we're probably hopefully going to see that video. Um, oh, also, the kid who was filming was in a Bruins sweatshirt, so that's another that's another thing. But yeah, you know, we'll, we'll see. Sketchy. We'll see what happens. It's um, certainly not a good situation. If you go back to Spygate, I really cannot believe that we're here again talking about this. But we'll see. It uh, not a not an ideal situation at the moment, especially because we're playing Cincinnati this week. So. Okay, uh, Redskins at Packers. Packers win that twenty to fifteen, and uh, that's a little Not close. Surprised. Little close for the Packers, but whatever. They a little still close, got, yeah. They still got to win. Um, and the I Red Sox this... were. I mean, oh my God, the Redskins were eliminated from playoff contention. Yeah, it was a joke that they were still in contention. They were <laughs> two and they were two and ten. Um. Okay, Broncos at Texans. Broncos win that. Unbelievable. 38-24. Bill yeah, O'Brien, Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins, all these guys super pumped up off a win on win over the Patriots. One of the only it's the first time in Bill O'Brien's career he's beaten Bill Belichick. And then the next week you go lose at home to Joe is it Joe Joe Flacco's not even playing anymore to the Broncos. Drew Locke. Drew, who who has looked okay, but still, you're you're a fraud. They are a fraud organization. They are a fraud team. They are going nowhere in the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, uh, Lions at Vikings. Vikings win that twenty to seven, and uh, looking like Vikings Packers wild card weekend. So that that should be good. Forty yeah, ers um, I love the Vikings. Just love it. Throw that in there. <laughs> You are taking the Vikings at Lambeau uh, Field. Not necessarily saying yeah, that. We'll talk. We'll talk about that in a minute. Forty um, Niners at Saints. Forty Niners win in the dome in New Orleans. Forty-eight, forty-six. Unbelievable! What they, a crazy teams, game. Teams for an do NFL not fan. go. Teams do not go to New Orleans and win in the Superdome. They are a, the 49ers are, are a legit team, and this is a very legit road win. That, that is one of the toughest places to play. 
winning in New Orleans is like playing in is like winning in Seattle five years ago or winning in Gillette Stadium. That is a difficult place to play. So look out for San Francisco, who now are in uh, first place in that division and in line for a bye. Next up, we have Dolphins at Jets. Jets win that 22-21. Just another crap AFC East game. I have nothing else to say on that. I just... um, The poor Dolphins, those poor players on that team. It's just so sad and unfortunate. They have a couple wins. That's all you get. Uh, Colts at Buccaneers. Buccaneers win that 38-35. This officially means the Colts are done in my eyes. They may still mathematically be in it, but they're not making the playoffs. Yeah, they were looking um, good for a while, so I don't really know what happened. But, they were uh, in line for a bye at, um, halfway through the season. Yeah, very weird. But uh, Chargers at Jaguars. Chargers win that 45-10. to Yeah, wow. Chargers actually looked good. What yeah, I know. Under- I know they won this game, but just what underachievers they are. Oh, they're horrible. Anthony Lynn deserves to be fired. <laughs> uh, next up, we have Steelers at Cardinals. Twenty uh, Steelers win that 23-17. to 17. Yeah. My, I have to say Mike Tomlin deserves Coach of the Year candidate uh, because of what he's done with all these quarterbacks. Devlin actually, Duck Hodges is, like, lighting it up. Unbelievable. At the moment, they're in line for a playoff spot. It's crazy. Um, Titans at Raiders. Titans win that game at 42-21. This has playoff implications because the Raiders um, are competing for a playoff spot. That is a big loss for them. That home. is that's that that's not good. Is disgraceful. Ryan Tannehill, Titans' uh, future franchise quarterback. Yeah, reportedly they are looking to sign him to a long-term deal. He hasn't looked <laughs> bad, but it's just another player that uh, Miami tried to ruin. <laughs> uh, Seahawks at Rams Sunday Night Football. Rams win that twenty-eight to twelve. Yeah, and this is what I was talking um, about. The Seahawks, Seahawks lost, which means that the forty. You can go. The Seahawks could have used that win. It really would have been helpful for them. They needed that win. Yeah. San Francisco is now one game ahead of them. And if they beat San Francisco head to head in a couple weeks, I believe they play one more time. If they beat them head to head, they'll uh, they'll take the division, but they have to win out. Um. Giants at Eagles Monday Night Football. Eagles come back from a seventeen to three deficit, win that game twenty three to seventeen in overtime. But Eli Manning came back and almost won. Yeah, um, but now he has a losing record on his uh, career, which is just oh, gives me so much joy. I gotta say, I really thought they was gonna pull it out. I really thought they were gonna pull it out. I good win for the Eagles though they they really needed awful it. win for the Eagles. You almost lost to the New York Giants. Okay, but they needed it. I'm saying, thank God they pulled it. They pulled it out. Yeah, you want to know some teams that are out of the playoffs at the moment in the NFC? Yeah, eight and five Rams, seven and six Bears. You want to know who hosts the playoff game? Six and seven Cowboys. 
that is not okay. But let's let's go into the entire playoff picture. Um, I want to start with the AFC. So Ravens have uh, officially clinched a playoff spot. Uh, yeah, they clinched a playoff spot. I believe they clinched a bye as well. The Patriots are currently the two seed. Um, and barring the Ravens having a complete meltdown and losing two of their next three games. Um, that would be great. They would have to lose to some mix of the Jets, the Browns, and uh, the Steelers. Great. So I don't think there's much hope there. Uh, Patriots are the two seed. Currently, wild card weekend would be the eight and five Steelers in the six seed at the Chiefs, which are the three seed at nine and four at the moment. And the Chiefs actually clinched their division. Mike Tomlin deserves so much credit. Oh, he really year. does. I don't think the Steelers can go to Kansas City and win, but it'd be fun to watch. Talk about two masochistic franchises that just like to hurt themselves. Uh, so the other wild card weekend, you'd have the nine and four Bills, which would be the fifth seed, at the eight and five Texans, which would be the four seed. I feel like they would yeah. both try to lose that game. Yeah, yeah. That would be fun. Yeah, there are quite a few teams like mathematically still in the hunt. Uh, Texans at eight and five, currently the seven seed. The Browns at six and seven, they're not making the playoffs. They're the eight seed. Um, can you imagine Freddie Kitchens coaching a playoff game? Can you oh, imagine? I don't, even, I don't want to imagine. I oh don't want God. it to happen. Uh, Raiders at Raiders at six and seven are currently the ninth seed. Uh, Colts at six and seven, currently the tenth seed, and the Broncos. I don't know how they're mathematically still in it. They're five and eight. They're currently the eleventh seed. This is just mathematic. I mean, the only the only team that really could move is probably the Titans. Um, and that would mean the Steelers would be out of the playoffs, barring a complete and total meltdown by the Buffalo Bills, which, as AFC East fans, could happen. Um. Yeah. Let's move on to the NFC. This is a lot more set in stone. 49ers at 11 and 2 are the 1 seed. Packers at 10 and 3 are the 2 seed. Um and currently wild card weekend would be Vikings at Saints. Uh Vikings are 9 and 4 and Saints are 10 and 3. That would be Vikings would be the 6th seed and Saints would be the 3rd seed. Um, the other wild card game would be Seahawks at Cowboys. Seahawks are the fifth seed, and Cowboys are the fourth seed. Cowboys are six and seven. Seahawks are ten and three. Uh, the in the hunt teams are the Rams at eight and five, which are currently the seventh seed. Uh, the Bears at seven and six, which are currently the eighth seed, and the Eagles at six and seven, which are currently the ninth seed. And the only reason the Eagles are even still in contention is because of the division they are in. But I actually think the uh, NFC was more entertaining last time we saw it. I'm happy to see San Francisco get a bye, but San Francisco yeah, going to Dallas. It's not, yeah, it's not. San Francisco. It's not like it used to be. If San Francisco gets a bye, I could see them. I could see them going to the Super Bowl. I don't know what you think about that, but if they get a bye and home field <laughs> advantage, I could see it. I see it, but I also just think at some point the NFC has a lot of talent and a lot of good coaching. I think someone's got to figure out how to stop them. 
you just want you just can't fathom Jimmy Garoppolo winning in another uniform. Oh, I don't know. See, I'm kind of I'm kind of rooting for him if the Patriots aren't in it. Obviously, if the Patriots are in it, I won't be rooting for him. But you know, um, but looking to the AFC. I think this is probably pretty set in stone. I mean, the Bills are making the playoffs, like I said, barring an unforeseen, ridiculous meltdown. The Texans are going to win their division, again, barring an unforeseen, ridiculous meltdown. Uh, I mean, they get to play the Titans, the Bucks, and the Titans. Unless you win two of those games, you're oh, you're okay. I can't see the Chiefs yeah. losing to losing uh, losing. Um, they've already clinched their division, so they are at least the four seed. Currently, they're the three seed. Uh, and the Steelers, the Steelers have to play the Bills, the Jets, and the Ravens. The Steelers could absolutely lose that playoff spot. That's the only thing I see changing in the AFC. I completely agree. That's a very difficult schedule. Um, in the NFC, I think that the Rams will make the playoffs. Really? Yeah. I'm not so sure. Looking about at their it. schedule, they are at the Cowboys, at the 49ers, and versus the Cardinals to finish the season. They should win two of those games. We'll see. They they should be eleven and five. That may not be enough to make it in the playoffs because the Vikings are playing the Chargers, the Packers, and the Bears. I really you may have Vikings to be twelve and it. four to make the playoffs in the NFC this year. That is. That, I really think the Vikes are going to make it. They might. They might. The Rams just feel like a better team, but they have a harder schedule. Okay, but we will be revisiting that every week because that's going to be fluid for the next couple of weeks, especially in the NFC with um, with seeding and uh, how the Seahawks and 49ers play out. But looking ahead to next week, Patriots at Bengals. Patriots are favored by nine and a half points. And as we mentioned earlier, they have this whole press box, spy gate type of controversy hanging over their heads that they're going to be asked about all week. Faith, you see any issues with going to Cincinnati? Are you afraid of them at all? I don't even know who play, who's no, playing quarterback. Really I think it's them. Andy Dalton. I'm not even sure. Yeah, I'm not too afraid of them. Um, I think we're going to be fine. Uh if we play bad against this team, it'll really show our struggles, but I don't think we will, and I think it'll be more of like a confidence. Oh, yeah, I'm hoping the offense can figure it out. Even if the offense figures it out against a bad team, I don't care. I just want to see – I want to see Jacoby Myers get the confidence that he can actually catch balls. I want to see Nikhil Harry on the field. I want to see Sony Michelle run, which I wouldn't be opposed to Damian Harris starting to play because Sony Michelle has just been horrible. Um but Faith, one thing I was going to ask you a little bit earlier in the podcast is on our scale, how would you rate the Patriots coaching this week? Six. I'd give it a four. I think they were horrible this week. I think, I think four is generous. I would give them a two on offense and a six on defense. They were horrible. They were coaching like the Browns this week. They were terrible. And I don't know, I don't know why, but they have to get it together. On on coaching, mm-hmm. on offense, on special teams. I, I mean, when, when's the last time the Patriots have had a field goal block? I couldn't even find the stat. When's the last time a Bill Belichick coach special teams unit had a field goal blocked? 
Yeah, it never happens. I don't even know if it's ever happened. Probably has, but you know what I mean. Well, any final thoughts on uh, going into the Bengals? Okay, well, you can tweet us at LaserFocusPod on Twitter. Thanks for tuning in, and we will be back next week to recap the Patriots at the Bengals. Week 15, only two games left after this.